When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain, D Mac Daddy. Um, have you guys seen that actor John Cameron Mitchell as Joe Exotic? No. no. So for the first what? time. We get a glimpse of what Joe Exotic is going to look like for the upcoming NBC series based on, of course, the Netflix series, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Oh, no. I Oh, God. I just saw it. <sighs> How about the hair? The bangs? I, I, oh, no. I, oh, oh, my no. gosh. It seems odd. <laughs> Uh, I will link this up momentarily for everybody. A lot of happening in that picture. Yeah. It's a side view. It is indeed. Oh, my gosh. Well, the guy who is playing him has uh, starred as uh, Hedwig in the Angry Inch on Broadway. Oh, wow. He's 58 years old, so he must be a really great actor. Um, I love that musical. I don't... I, I've, I've heard never of it. Seen I it. went and saw it with Julia. Really? Yeah. It was Here in so town? Uh, it was in St. Paul at the, mm. you know, St. You know, the whatchamacallit. Place. The thing. At the, one of the theater oh, places. Oh, across from the park. It's, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, that's a great place to see. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Well, it looks I like. I forgot that this show was happening. It's happening on NBC. Yeah. And they're calling seems... it a limited series. <laughs> okay. Um, and. <laughs> It's going to air across NBC, Peacock, and USA Network. And it's all going to revolve around Joe Exotic, who was the ex-zookeeper who was sentenced to 22 years in prison for killing five tigers and scheming a murder-for-hire plot against that Carol Baskin character. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Is she going to be in this? Uh, Like, you know, her her likeness? Is somebody going to be her? I would assume. I would definitely assume that. You know, I gotta say, I I was one of the few people during the pandemic that did not watch Joe. What, what what's it called again? It was it, called Tiger King. Tiger King. I somehow managed to not do it, and now I really want to like dig my heels in. You know how this gets when there's a show that yeah, everybody's talking about. You don't. No, no, no. I want to dig my heels in and not watch it. It's the opposite oh, of FOMO. I see. Okay. It's All I right. know Mo, and we I don't want a, to. We have a Nicole on the line. She has more information about this actor. Oh, good. Hi, Nicole. You're on the line. Hi. 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 Um, I wanted to add that John Cameron Mitchell is the man who created Hedwig. He started it as like a 
burlesque show in a club in New York City, and it grew and it grew into, I'm not sure what was first, the musical or the movie, but they're both very good. Oh, okay. good to know. Yeah. Thank so you. So he is the, yeah, he, he's the creator. He's not just the actor. Great. He's the brainchild. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay, I'm really Thanks, interested. Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. See you, Nicole. Um, interesting. Steve, you got to see it. By the I way, that mullet, so. that mullet is from Amazon <laughs> that you're looking at. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What, do they have it linked up? Uh, he just <laughs> revealed. He said, first of all, this was his first audition in 25 years. Wow. And it just no, says. You don't have to audition when you're at that point. Well, he did. Oh. I guess. Oh. And it required a mullet wig from Amazon. Uh, we don't know the date for the premiere, so sorry. It's a it's weird to me. It is it doesn't it feel like a weird fit for NBC? It it just kind of seems like it's yes, not it a uh, broadcast network television situation. I think they're getting to the point the networks where they have to compete with some of the the weird stuff. On yeah, yeah. So then they have to bid on these things, and yeah. if it feels a little weird, that's because well maybe in terms of precedence, it is a little weird. Yeah. And if it's hmm. too weird, just throw it on Peacock, right? <laughs> that's the beauty of this streamer backup that all of these networks have, where it's like, okay, that's going to make people feel weird. Toyota's not going to want to buy an ad on that. So <laughs> oh, my put it gosh, on Peacock. you're so right. Put it on Peacock. Yeah, agreed. Oh, my God, these pictures are so funny. They're in page six today. Anyway, Steve, what's up with you? Oh, you know, just... <laughs> Just uh, just a journey. The life is a journey. Yeah, yeah it's all very and exciting. it's a highway, I heard. It is a highway. Yes, you know, what you did there. There's a, it's a big day in the neighborhood because there's a lot of sod that's going in. You know, we live in like a newer development. Yeah. So there's a, the sod truck comes in and then you just watch in awe as a lawn goes from brown dirt patch to totally green within an hour. It's just so bizarre. I have questions about Honest to goodness, grass. I'd love to answer any of them. Hit me. Uh-huh. Go. Grass and sod and all of that. Yeah. You know that? Okay. I can see already my phone's going to start blowing up from my gardening friend. Yeah. You know that stuff that you put over the dirt? It's almost like a The blue stuff? It's brown. This one is more like a a brownish color. Yes, I do know this. And it's kind of, you know, like a... I don't know what you would call Meshy. Meshy. <gasps> yes. Done. Oh, 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 wow. What's the deal with that? Because I'm getting a lot of Does weeds. it trap seed down below it? Like, do you put seed down and then put that over? Does it dissolve You're into? You're asking me now two questions. Okay. The, after you asked a question. <laughs> I don't know. How about the other stuff? There's this stuff that they spray on some things that are, it's like blue. You ever see this? No. They just did it recently. They they there's dirt. They spray this blue stuff over it and from what I understand it I think like pushes the seed down into the ground. It's some sort of a 4C thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's blue stuff and then in a month that blue stuff has slowly dissolved and grass has grown there. Yeah. What's it's up with that? It's a weird thing cuz I can't go over mine with the mower. So yeah. what had happened was uh-huh. in the winter when the plows come through, they usually chop up my lawn. Sure. And then the city comes back out and they try to repair. Okay. So I have this meshy stuff and it's I'm getting some grass, but I'm getting a lot of weeds. Oh. But I look across the street at my neighbor Dave's and he had like a, I don't know, a 
three foot by four foot like patch of dirt. Then he put that stuff over and I'm slowly as the days go by watching it turn green. And I'm like, that is so cool. What Mm -hmm. is that magic? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I need answers. Can we, we've brushed by it, but since you brought up landscaping talk, technically I did, but you took the bait. Um, I I think I mentioned this yesterday, but I would say that it bears repeating. Donna, one of my trees that I planted less than two months ago has already vertically grown 32 inches. By the end of this week, when I hit the two-month mark, it will have grown three feet in two inches. Vertical growth. What type of tree again? Thank you. Is it the willow? It's an Austrian willow, a hybrid willow, which grows vertical. Many willows grow out, like the weeping willow grows out and Mm -hmm. comes down to the ground. Mm -hmm. These, all the branches go up. It just keeps going up. So you said Austrie, like Australia? A-U-S-T-R-E-E. I don't know. I think it's just the scientific botanical name for it. And then, by the way, one of the hybrid poplars has also grown, uh, oh, goodness, what is it, like 24 inches or 26 inches? They're growing, Donna. They're growing. They're growing. Do you like the tree? I like it. I like that they're actually growing, that I'm seeing... I should be taking more pictures, you know, like the same static image of the yard. I should take at least like, I don't know, once every two weeks or, or, or once a month just to see sort of the snapshotty time lapse of the growth. But it's exciting. Cool. Steve doesn't even have one of those like things in the doorway for his kids that measure them, <laughs> but he's got one yeah. for his tree. Oh yeah. my gosh! Wow, I that's... think the kids are getting taller too. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Whatever. It's a uh, it's a Tuesday, which means we open the confessional on Tuesdays. I uh, think our question is going to be this: What is something that you still help your kids pay for, even as adults? Essentially, admitting your enabling. Yep. With your children. Mm-hmm. That's coming up today at 1130. At 1030, we have uh, college pop culture knowledge, as we do every uh, 1030, every day here at 1030 on the Donna and Steve Show. But next, time for things that make you go, huh? Can you figure this out? 80% of pretzels in the United States are made in this state. Mm. If you get it right, I'll buy you a little bag of pretzels from the vending machine. Mm, I want a soft pretzel. I'll buy you. I'll make you a soft pretzel All with right. lye. You know lye? I think it can burn I you and kill you, you. I taught you how to do that without lye on your show. Without lye. You're right. Sorry, I forgot. Making yes, I remember I bath. swung it like a beast, yes. too. Really owned it. Anyway, we'll get into that and more things you don't need to know when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies. 
cavities, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And we appreciate that. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, see you at the fair. <laughs> Deep tease. Deep, yeah, yeah, no man. kidding. Don't forget, uh, it's coming up. Donna loves hugs. Unannounced hugs from fairgoers. Mm. If you're wearing a tank, she says, rest that pit upon my shoulder. Let us form a bond that cannot be broken as our... Hey, if you see something... <laughs> Sorry. As our pH balance... All right, whatever. Go ahead. PH balance? Yeah, and if you're eating uh, corn on the cob, I especially would love for you to come by and see Steve. It is disgusting watching people eat corn. And let's, let's just say it. I mean, when there is nothing more horse-like about us when we eat except when we eat corn on the cob and ribs but corn on the cob your mouth has to open more you see more of people's gum lines as they're Uh, just chomping down there's juices that are squirting out of the corn and you're just like you know what why don't we have like little drop cloths? Like you wear a headband, oh and there's a drop God. cloth that comes right in Nobody front of you. Nobody can see. Oh, that's perfect. And Until I you're always done with the say, cop. if you're eating corn, you clog up the road right there. Move your ass to the grass if you're oh, eating. Oh, yes, because people whoa. slow down. That's you're right, sad. and you can't get past all the corn eaters. Yeah, they're everywhere, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's what we should now call mouth breathers. Corn eaters. Corn eaters. <laughs> <laughs> That corn oh, is really good, though. It is it's good. great. It tastes Move it great. it to the grass, people. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Okay, before the break, I asked the question, uh, 80% of the pretzels in the United States are made in just one state. You've had time to think about it. What state do you think the pretzels are made in? New Hampshire. She goes with New Hampshire. She's locking it in as her final answer. We now go to Don McLean, who bakes pretzels as a fancy mm-hmm. baker mm-hmm. she's a lie free way of living yeah. i would like to change my answer okay. oh here we go you yeah. want to do it before dawn comes in or you want to piggyback on to, hers i'm going to change it to new york she's going to go to new york all right there's write a that pretzel down. stand on every corner i'm writing it down hard Hang on. pretzels these are yeah, oh, I thought pretzels. we were talking about soft pretzels. Oh, you know what? Listen, okay, here's what just... we're talking about we're talking about pretzels i don't know they didn't say <laughs> soft they didn't say hard Pretzels. Okay, I will say Pennsylvania because you probably get stories about Pennsylvania all the time since you're from Pennsylvania. Yes, and Old Dutch is uh, based in Pennsylvania. I thought it was based here. I don't know. That doesn't matter. I don't care. One of you is exactly (laughs) right. One of you, and Donna, you changed your answer. One of you is exactly right. 80% of the pretzels in the United States are made in Pretzelvania! Oh! Yeah. I didn't even know that, and I grew up there. You ever heard of Snyder's? Snyder's of Hanover? You don't ever know. How great. Uh, Pretzel can taste until you've tasted. Boom, boom. Snyder's of Hanover. Do you guys remember that jingle? No, never heard that in my life. (laughs) You did. No, it's there. Uh uh. No, it's real. No, but those uh, pretzel. Chips? Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, the flat the ones, the ones no, that like got those. run over. No, not those. Those are like pretzel crackers. These the are nubby like ones. The nubby ones that are just broken pieces. They're Snyder's of Hanover, and they come in different flavors. And the best one is the honey mustard. Oh, Queen. Queen, look at all. How here. about these nub ones? The little like. 
pretzel thumbs is kind of what they're don't like. Know or pretzel what knuckles. Those are. They're just pretzel these little knuckles. nubs. They're just little barrels of a pretzel. Short, stubby. Had a bunch the other night. Some man. of them come in like have peanut butter inside them. Some of oh, them do. These oh, okay. ones didn't, but yes, yeah, similar. Oh. You guys ever just fully commit to snacking where you're sitting on the couch, you have a blanket on you, and you just take the stuff out of, like in this case, all of the pretzels, get a big handful, and just put them right on your blanket, and then you eat off of your blanket, um, and you know you're not going anywhere. Oh my gosh, do you do that? Did it the other night. Oh my just, gosh, I love that. I had yeah. no idea that anybody would do something like that, except yeah. for, because it's kind of a gross thing. I know? also would just put but it I in my shirt. It. I'll ruffle up the bottom of my shirt as like a, a curb, mm-hmm. and then I'll just put things right there. You should and wear then... a hoodie backwards and just put everything <laughs> in the front, you know? That's, That's a good right. idea. Or a style. cowl neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, let's stay on the food beat. Pop-Tarts sales went up every year from 1982 until 2014. And it's possible that they're still going up. It's just the last time that Kellogg's announced any Pop-Tart stats was in 2014. On a possibly related note, local Walmarts stock up on Pop-Tarts before storms. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to say this now. So popular and it's going to lose me a lot of, uh, well... Love. Okay. That was a d- tough way to get to the end of that sentence. Yeah, that was really. I was not thinking not best. fans. I didn't want to say fans. That that felt really self congratulating. About listeners. There it is. <laughs> I think pop tarts are terrible. Is it the pastry part of it? It's all of it. The oh. whole thing. The little the weird jelly situation on the inside is not good. Very bad. It's not any good. It's it just like, what are we doing? great when you were in high school and you just needed to grab something on your way out the door. Disgusting. I thought, what a terrible thing if I have to just eat a raw Pop-Tart now. Terrible. What just don't like them. It? No, and then you toast it and it's just stupid still. It's just hot. Or... Huh. I kind of like them. I like the cinnamon ones. Really? And I like, I like sprinkles, too, on the strawberry I like ones. it because it, my mom would never have... Had, had those in the house. I didn't mm. get that kind of stuff oh. as a kid. Oh, so forbidden now I had fruit. My, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. I'll try any flavor. That's really interesting because we had junk food in the house all the time. Oh, really? And my <sighs> friends who were like you, they, like, we both, we flip-flopped. I'm like, yeah. ugh, I don't want anything fried anymore. I don't want anything... You know, I, I don't want chips in the house. I'm so grossed out by all this sugar. Mm. But the people who didn't get it are like, ooh, special treat. Yeah, now we're obsessed. Interesting. I could eat Pop-Tarts all day. It would take five minutes to <laughs> knock somebody out by holding a rag soaked with chloroform under their nose. Not two <laughs> seconds like it does in the movies. Oh, five minutes. Good to know. Thanks, Steve. You got it, buddy. All right. Uh, hey, stories are coming out left and right this morning. In fact, within the last 30 minutes that this New York housewife OG may be getting the boot, may have already been fired. I'll tell you who it is when we come right back. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071.
everything entertainment. This is so weird because I uh, caught up on Real Housewives of New York yesterday. Okay. And I put into our show outline, I really don't like Ramona Singer. I just don't like her. Now, what did she do to make you have that attitude? She kind of reminds me of Wendy Williams. Oh. I had some thoughts on Wendy Williams yesterday. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe oh. I'll tell you tomorrow. I watched yeah, a could... compilation of Wendy Williams uh, with Twin Cities Live staff last week of her burping and farting on the air, and it is a problem. She doesn't seem well. Anyway, more about Ramona. Okay, so I thought, okay, I really don't like her. I think she's she's stubborn. I hate her accent. I hate her affectation. She's phony. She treats service people like crap. And so I I Googled Ramona Singer, and all these reports are coming up that she just got fired from Real Housewives. And she is the, uh, probably been there the, the longest. She's the only original New York cast member who has never left from day one. And they're saying now her time is up. This is coming from multiple sources. And she basically is too expensive. Oh. And not only that, but, I mean, it's getting a a little old, like watching a bunch of privileged white women, you know, with a lot of money, just with their fake problems. Mm. And so they have this new cast member named Ebony Williams. And Ebony is the first black star on Real Housewives. And or at least in New York. Yeah. Yes. And she's she is a woman who is a, a, a scholar when it comes to black history and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she has invited the women out and wanted to just talk about who she is and why she does what she does and just talk about, um, you know, black suppression and all that kind of stuff. And Ramona wants nothing to do with it. And it's super disrespectful. It's, she's not asking you to sit in a classroom, but she, she tends to talk a lot about that kind of stuff, which I think is really refreshing. Absolutely. To have something like that on the show where they can get a better understanding, but Oh my gosh, she and Ramona have just been kind of butting heads. Anytime that Ebony wants to bring up anything that even leans political, um, um, Ramona shuts it down and she's like, nope, nope, I'm leaving. And Ebony's like, yeah, but this is your house. You know, (laughs) you can stay, I can go. Um, So it's just, you know, Ramona doesn't understand why things, her behavior, um, she doesn't understand why they don't find it entertaining anymore. And well, it's like, well, because what worked a decade ago isn't going to work today. Yeah. And um, this- what, who's Candy Burris? Oh. Candy is from Atlanta. Okay. She's also written a lot of great songs. She's songwriter. Like, I don't want no scrubs. Oh, scrubs. I can get no love from me. Okay. Yep. Hanging on the passenger side. And she's just, she has a whole sex toy line called Candy Coated Nights. Um, hmm. 
Well, here's why I brought her up, because uh, Libby Reese from Twin Cities Live, you might know, sent me this link of reality star salaries, and she was the highest paid, making nearly $2 million a season. But others, like how about this, newcomer cast members in the Real Housewives franchise usually sign on for $60,000 a season. Okay. That oh, is, wow. Now, that's a number that uh, Gina... Kirschenheider? Sure. From uh she's from the OC, I think. She confirmed that in her divorce filings, listing sixty three thousand oh. dollars paid by the production company, fifty four hundred paid by NBC Universal. Meanwhile, Bethany Frankel said that she made just over seven thousand dollars for her first season on Real Housewives. Oh, uh Real yeah, Housewives, let me guess this one. It's Arhad. Is it Real Housewives of Delaware? Uh Potomac, maybe? Is that the one? They have it as R H O D. Carrie Duber. Oh, Dallas. That's Dallas. Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Okay. <laughs> uh, Carrie Duber said that she made, quote, less than a Birkin bag when she signed on. And by season three, she was making around 200 grand a season. Sometimes Birkin bags are $200,000. $200,000. Seriously, 400000 that's I guess, ridiculous. yeah, not, a, I, well, it's, I mean, that one candy lady, she's making $2 million a she year. Should. I mean, that's a, that's a nice amount to make. Um, but I, I guess it's about placement and brand recognition, and then you can do other things and speaking and all that kind of stuff. Well, and I think the first season, you're trying to prove that you're interesting enough to be on the show. So mm. I get why somebody would do it for just $7,000, because you're not going to get that much airtime. Um, but, the more you're on the show, the more followers you get on social media, mm. yada, yada. Yes. But apparently she was uh, so expensive because I don't know how many seasons is it now? 13, 14 for Real Housewives of New York? I and think. she's been on them all? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. yes, yes, because I just started watching season one again. Yeah. Which oh, is kind of weird. I bet it is a bit. The fashion is interesting. It's crazy. They're playing tennis, and it's just, it's like they, this was the first one, right? Or no, OC was the first. They just I, seem like fish out of water, like they don't really know what to do. It's interesting to go back and watch those old seasons. Is, uh, is Bethany in the first season? I know Jill is in it. Yeah. I There's so many. I think yeah. they're, it's just getting out of control right now. So. I don't know. I was watching yesterday and I'm like, I'm just so sick of Ramona. Just she talks down to everybody. Um, She like, for example, I want to tell you what she said to Ebony. Ebony was trying to talk to her. There's also the the girl on um, Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. um, who's married to the guy who directed Lion King. Crystal. Yes. Like. These women are trying to make a point and people just stop listening because they become so defensive yeah, that they don't want to hear it. And that's not how we're going to make progress. That's correct. So just in this last episode, Ramona told Ebony that she doesn't understand how she can talk about suffering. You're living a great life. I don't understand. I want to live your life. I want your life be Oh, word my it's real good she's like i don't think you suffer it, it, she's just missing the the point and it's just becoming really hard to watch hmm. that is all well you know especially during this time i just think that 
you have to be really careful about how you present your side of the story because we should all be open to listening to what someone else's experience is. How Regardless, does it harm you yes. in any way or threaten you? That's what I don't understand. Why do they get defensive? It's a good question. I think it has to do with politics and who Ramona voted for. Oh. And so she's being defensive in that way. Hmm. Um, but I don't Politics? I mean, tearing people apart? I know. Who would have thunk <laughs> it? It's worked its way to Real Housewives. Oh, no. Kelly no. Dodd also said something about COVID. Remember, she was like, oh, please. She said something so insensitive. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was so insensitive. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's how people are dying. Yeah. You, how could you be so heartless? You know, and she's gone now. Kelly she Dodd. Is, she yes. got fired also. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so. a pattern here. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, what's the Wendy Williams story? Oh, well, uh, my, my takeaway, Dawn might tell me how she feels regarding Wendy Williams and reminding of her, but I pulled up randomly that Wendy Williams burped. You remember she burped and farted on yes. the show like a month or two ago? Yes. Accidentally. Well, then I go to show this to Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live. I said, you got to see this. <laughs> and we were, I think we were making light of the fact that, can you believe I've been on the show for seven years and have never done that? And then we pull up Wendy Williams. YouTube has a compilation, <laughs> compilation of Wendy Williams farting and or burping on the Wendy Williams show all the time. I mean, it sounds like she needs a probiotic so hard because her body her is just constantly emitting gas. <laughs> and it's a big, long compilation. Mm-hmm. Look it up on YouTube. Wendy Williams <laughs> no, burping and farting. And it's like, I think it's like several minutes. Just right in the middle of her talking, there's a burp. And then sometimes a burp-fart combo. <laughs> Not great. What were your thoughts on Wendy Williams, Don? Okay, so I, was, uh, I leave Fox on d- during the day for Jason's dogs so yeah. that they can watch him. Oh, cute. Oh, oh, yeah. And they get excited, I hope, when they see their dad. But then I leave it on when I'm there. Just I've come back and like Wendy Williams is on and I start mm. watching it. And I'm just mm. listen, I know that she has um, health issues. Mm-hmm. I know that she has Graves disease. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't seem OK. She had these little tiny soft um things over her hands almost like a half mitten that only went down to where the base of her not the base of her hand but it it was weird these little cloth things and she was holding her body tight and rubbing her arms and she just looked really out of it and like very uncomfortable and i am not um making fun of her in any way she just seems like something is going on and at first glance when you are looking at it and you know that she has a history of, unfortunately, being in rehabs. She looks like she could be having on an episode. Something. Okay, yeah. And then you get into areas where you know uh, they're presenting a product to her, and she's just, oh, somebody was doing a celebrity gossip segment, and they go, we've got some really juicy stuff about Chloe and Tristan Thompson today. Um, I think it's going to be good. Do you think it's going to be good, Wendy? She goes, no. I don't. Oh. <laughs> and she completely looked out of it and she's like, oh. no, it's not going to be. Good. You know what I think part of the problem wow. is, is that she, I believe, is the executive producer of the show. 
I think if, you should tune in and okay. tell me. I feel bad for her because it seems like there's something going on, and I'm not accusing or saying that no, she there could was... be on drugs, but I know that she just looks like she's in physical pain a lot, mm, yeah. and it's hard for her. Maybe she's on a lot of medication for her pain, and it slows her speech, and it makes her fade away when people are talking. It's yeah. just an odd experience. You know? It's scary, yeah. There's something That's, going on. Oh, and then you're in front of a camera every day. It's oh, sort, of, sort of trying to navigate I just, that. Yeah, I feel for her. It just made me feel nervous to watch her. Yeah, I think the last time I watched her, too, I felt the same exact way. I'm like, what is going? What is happening there right now? There were those now? extreme clips, but this was just like a daily, every day, the way she is. And it's just... Yeah. Hmm. It's too bad. Well, we well let's go. talk about something fun. Yeah. Oh, no. No, but then we have death news next. I have death news. Oh shoot! <laughs> it's time for if you see something. Do? Well, say how about something. this? Here, I'll 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 mix it up a little bit. We'll do okay. the death news very briefly. <laughs> okay. All right. But then I want to tell you who is in talks right now to be filling the shoes of Sharon Osbourne on the talk. You might be surprised by who they are looking at. I'll tell you who it is when we come right back on my talk. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment with Donna and Steve, producer Don McLean, also for the next few minutes. Thanks for being with us. We'll soak her up while we have her. Let's we'll do it. hold her close, knowing that it's just a season each day during the show that we get to have her. Wow. We'll give her an emotional raspberry on her way out. Oh. <laughs> Lot literal. Don't try to get me fired. It's an emotional raspberry. Well, whatever you have in your mouth, I hope you swallow it first. <laughs> Don't try to get away with the. I think it was an ill-timed bite of a protein bar. I was oh like, oh man, gosh. we're later in this song than I thought no, we were. I'll get more than just a raspberry. Oh, hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I don't know, Steve. You were just a little baby, but I was staying up late and watching wrestling with my dad. Yeah. Pro wrestling legend Mr. Wonderful, oh yeah, Paul Orndorff, died yesterday at the age of 71. We don't know what he died from, but it, I guess... Had he been battling dementia? That's what, it, it, that's yeah. what reports are saying, and they're saying possibly caused by his time in the ring. Oh, like injuries. CTE. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so his son Travis said, you know, I hope the world will start to take notice of the brain damage and the consequences of this lifestyle. He said he didn't blame wrestling because at the time, no one knew that this would be, you know, a consequence. Sure. Um, But he was a pretty big star in the WWF in the 80s. He was in the main event of WrestleMania 1 in Mm -hmm. 1985. He teamed with Roddy Piper to face Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. I believe we have a little bit of a, yeah. of a clip. And now here comes a double team. Mr. Wonderful and Rowdy Roddy. What are they going to do? Out. Double atomic drop. Double yes. atomic drop and Hogan's hurt. He's hurt bad, Gino. Muhammad Ali comes into the ring trying to maintain some semblance of order here, but it's not happening. Muhammad Ali. Mr. Wonderful drops a knee on the champ. And so far, Mr. T was not successful in getting in there. To get to his partner, but boy, did he give it a shot. 
He gave it a shot, but Mr. Wonderful's coming on with a boot attack to the head of champion Hulk Hogan. Champ trying to reach his corner to tag. He's still a long way from there. Suplex! He got it! Wow, Mr. Wonderful guy up. Makes you want to watch it, doesn't it? It's the old thing. I've ever seen him in Gino. That's an intense 44 seconds oh, of wrestling I it activity. Went on for two minutes. I know it felt that way, didn't yeah. it? Uh, he was one of the first guys in pro wrestling to have like a super cut physique. He was jacked up, and he man. was a great villain. Yes. Um, he played for the University of Tampa. He's in their Hall of Fame. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, fame. He was a um, star running back before he became a wrestler. So His son uh, was talking yesterday, put out a note about this, and said, as much as many of you hated him as a wrestler, because he was the bad guy, <laughs> yes. he absolutely loved you for it. And mm. he says, you know, you remember for his physique and his, you know, just intensity, but he was like, he was just daddy at home. He was just, Aww. you know, this sweet guy. So sad. And 71 is not, I mean, that's so young these Keeps days. Get, the older we get, the younger that feels. But I do also feel like... 71 is young these days, you know, with all of the advances in, mm-hmm. in medicine and how sure. people take care of themselves if, as time has gone by. 71 in 1970 is a very different 71 today. Mm-hmm. Just sucks. Yeah. Sad. By the way, that old school wrestling, if you are a paid subscriber of Peacock, the Peacock, then you get WWE Network. And they have all sorts oh, of fine. archived old things. So I've been watching old-timey wrestling things recently, including you can just watch all the WrestleMania. So you can go back to WrestleMania 1 and watch that whole thing. By the way, hearing Jesse Ventura do the play-by-play there, yeah. and when he said Hulk Hogan is hurt and he's hurt badly, he wasn't. He's okay. But I love the grown <laughs> men selling it. It's just, yeah. I love the theater so of it all. In live wrestling, if you've ever been to a live wrestling oh, I event, want to so bad. Oh, such yes. a great spectator event. It is theater in its grandest, not most sophisticated, but in its yeah. grandest well, form. And the crowd Wonderful. going wild. Yes. You know? Oh, and think back in the 80s, too, when they were not upfront about it being sports entertainment, right. scripted matches. Right. Yeah. And people would just get so into it. And it was just, just so good. So Nothing good. like some old school wrestling. Right. I was watching wrestling because I had it on Fox. Yeah, like uh, this oh, weekend, Smackdown. and I was yeah. like, "Oh, let me just check this out for a little bit because I haven't watched <laughs> in a long, long time." And I noticed that the crowd is virtual, so they have little screens of people who log in, and oh. so they're oh, doing boo, fun. and it's like a wall uh. of a sea of people. But because of COVID, I guess they're you know still doing that. Oh my gosh, I, I love think that uh, Smackdown WWE, one of their shows, is coming to yeah. I think it's coming to to Minneapolis. Is it really? Uh, yeah, Guys, Target Center, Friday, July thirtieth. Yes, indeedy. I wow. love it. That's pretty fun. All right, here's um, the other thing I wanted to tell you about in this segment, and that is that Jerry O'Connell is in talks with the talk to fill Sharon Osbourne's shoes. Really. Yeah, so he would be the first male co-host in the history of the show. Your huh. thoughts? Um, well, I think he's very likable. I think he's very thirsty. What do you mean? <laughs> What's your problem? 
I feel like he, while a very nice person, is Donna. comes across as a little try hard. Hmm? Donna. No, oh, no. Donna. I I know. I know. Come on. But I think he might be a good fit. The ratings have not been good, even when Sharon was here. Um, I think he'll bring a different kind of energy. Sure. But um, he he has been a regular on the show, so everyone's familiar with him. And he's hosting. I saw our buddy Melissa Peterman just uh, posted something. Yes, Let's have her host. I know. Let's get Melissa. Yeah, I mean, get her no, on there. I'm sorry, but there is no woman in the world that can fill that position. They're gonna have to put a man in there. Oh, right? you're worried this is tur- this is gonna turn into a. Uh, do you remember the opposite of the View? Yeah. They had what was it? It what was hosted was it? by. Danny Bonaducci was on it. Oh. Dick Clark, the late great Dick Clark, oh, hosted with, um, Mario it. Mario Lopez. Lopez. What was it called? The Other Side or something like that. I don't remember. Darn it! Come on. It was called Wiener Fest. No, yeah. it wasn't called Wiener Fest. <laughs> 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 We're more than just wieners. Uh, Dick Clark. Who else was on it? Jerry O'Connell hosting the new Pictionary. By oh, the way, sure. on your local Fox station. I mean, how many times are we going to say Fox today? Don's oh. talking about the Fox other, left and right. right, right. Oh, Jerry yeah. O'Connell's Oops, sorry, the other guys. half. The other half. The other half. Danny Bonaducci, Dick Clark, Mario Lopez. Do you see the other person? I feel like there was one more. <sighs> I don't. Come know. on, Donna. I want to be look a at journalist? It okay, here it comes. This Jerry on... Springer. No. No. What? I don't know. I'm just saying words. <laughs> Donna, you can't do that. Okay, sorry. <sighs> Wow. Burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. All right. The music's here. We were waiting Get out for of that, jail free. We? Yeah. yeah. We were. We were like, I was going to wait it out. Save us any day saved by the music. <laughs> I'm reading a book about like creating like sacred space for your soul. So those moments oh. of silence, I just sit in it, man. Radio silence doesn't scare me anymore. Watch. Ask Jason about <laughs> sacred space in Hawaii. Or you can listen to the podcast today. I think you'll have a different Oh, idea shameless about. plug. Oh, no. Well, let's all leave. Bye. Bye now. We'll, we'll stay, we'll be Steve. Back. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll have some music news coming right up.